Hi guys, welcome to the 41st episode of the Untitled Gadget Podcast. Uh, we've got two sniggering buffoons in here in Harish and Akshay. Uh, because <laughs> like every week, we've had some troubles with... Uh, no, no, we have not had any troubles. No. You have had troubles. With my laptop. <laughs> yeah, I don't get and it. And for a second, and for a second there, you forgot what the intro was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just for some context, like we've been... Uh, trying to record this for an hour. Well, we spoke for an hour without recording the episode, and then we started recording, and then we had some. I mean, issues. we were just catching up. Yeah, I had some issues because uh, this is like a 2018 top of the line Mac, and uh, it has more issues in life than a 20,000 Windows notebook. I was going for like <clears throat> more real world examples, but sure. <laughs> I mean, I've, I found 20,000 rupee Windows laptops to be more reliable. Yeah. Uh, this thing drops USB connections. This thing drops headphone connections. My speaker just stopped working one day uh, out of the blue. It was working fine the night and, before. The next morning one day, it working. And one recording, it crashed right in the end of the recording. Yeah, the last five minutes. Laptop. It just worked out. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the re- the reason why we don't have a, any coverage on S21 on this podcast is because those laptop <laughs> crashed and lost the recording. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Macs, but they're not reliable machines. I don't know where did this myth come from because you talk to anybody who's been using a Mac for long-term use uh, and exclusively. Like, I know, actually you use a Mac, but your primary is still a Windows. I'm- Machine. I, I've I've never come across problems on on my MacBooks. Trust me, when I say primary, it is primary. I use only my Win. I only use my Windows machine for gaming, this call, editing podcast, and uh, yeah, that's, that's quite a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but g- gaming, I treat the PC as a console. Fine. <laughs> audio o- o- audio editing is not really that much of a uh, you know high intensive task, and uh, making. This podcast on Google Beats is or is nothing either. Like you know, it's I don't use Windows that much. I use even for video editing, whatever I was doing, uh, practicing and whatnot. I use the Mac, man. I never came across any problems. It's just your Mac that has problems. I mean, I I know so many music producers who exclusively produce music on MacBooks with so many MIDI MIDI controllers and you know synthesizers and whatnot connected. Uh, to the laptop they don't come across issues like that but are they using the new Macs because I've had a lot I, I <clears throat> yeah, frequent yeah. the Ableton forums quite a bit and folks with new MacBook Pros have had so many issues with connectivity so so they're, they're using I think 2017 2018 yeah. uh, uh, MacBooks what they happen, What happens is that a lot of VSTs and a lot of the DAWs lose support for the new OS updates that come out that Apple rolls out every month it's not even that I'm talking about hardware stuff just the MIDI connections breaking. Yeah. So drivers, so drivers get fucked because of that. It's it's nowhere near as stable a platform for making music as it used to be five years ago. No, you have to be you have to be a year behind the actual OS. What's happening on that? A year yeah. or two at least. In fact, uh, when I was doing producing music a long time ago, I never upgraded my OS until I was very comfortable with it. Yeah. Because you use a lot of support on VSTs and whatnot, man. Like yep. VSTs stop working. MIDI's don't they don't pick up MIDI input so yeah I can understand your problem bro but yours is a very basic problem that should not occur yeah and you have other well, alternatives I'll, like I'll tell you so you know for some context like I've been using a Mac 
more or less exclusively since 2009 uh, i don't know who are these people whose machines seem to last like 6 years on average or you know uh, there are people still using their 2013 mac or whatever me they never last more than 2 years mine For mine me? is still running man yeah but i only ever use my mac on the road so i think cumulatively i, I, I mean it takes about... 500 years uh, it takes 500 years for it to boot up but it still works yeah i don't know like uh i went i've gone through motherboard revisions uh, i mean uh, replacements i've gone through completely dead gpus i've gone through machines my air, one of my airs just flat out died And what are you doing it, with your I laptop, think this man? is the world giving you a big hint that you're not yeah. meant to use a Mac and that you should just switch to Windows. Uh or you should just give up tech in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> uh that's well not entirely feasible is it like considering my job. Uh, I know that's why. But that's hey, why I that how about you write <laughs> reviews down in on like without using them postcard or something and mail it to your uk colleagues and ask them to draft it yeah. into a post notepad reviews yeah that could be a thing <laughs> low tech uh, that that will become a long term review by by default yeah <laughs> wow oh well that should be fun so what have you guys been doing this week man been good uh, wrote a lot of stuff Android 12 came out, so was messing around with that on the Pixel 3 XL. Didn't want to install it on the 4A. Um, it's been good. Uh, ended up playing a little bit of Valheim with my wife. That's a fun game. Didn't get yeah. too much into it, but yeah. So we had an interesting conversation before Drove's laptop crashed. <laughs> we talked about this game, <laughs> and Harish was like, "Have you played this game?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm done with the survival games. To be honest, just too many of them." And um you know like i think my friends are done with that game as well and i just can't be bothered to start i mean i've heard great things about the game it's just that i was done with survival games when minecraft came out yeah. <laughs> right so i just i just can't be bothered to play these games but of course if you have friends to play with like harish you know plays a game with his wife and subsequently if you have if you're a large group of friends i think it could be a lot of fun or if you're a solo gamer like me then you don't oh it's lit it gets very lonely man Unless uh, you have a lot of time to ask play. me, man, ask me how lonely it gets. <laughs> you can play with us if you want. <laughs> uh, that was supposed to be a joke, but yeah, okay. I don't have like a gaming PC, right? So yeah. Well, yeah. see, two birds, one stone. You get a reliable machine, and you can game on it. Unlike your, I laptop. have a Windows machine. Just it's not connected to a monitor. Just for other purposes. Only Remote you would run a Windows as a headless install. I mean, I've got like two Pi's and two Windows machine running as headless installs. I got a compute stick which is doing some stuff. Uh, my, <laughs> I mean, he's got so many things doing so many things in his setup, but his fucking MacBook can't run straight. <laughs> I mean, that's just the irony. The only the only reason I still have my Windows. Desktop is because I don't trust the Mac to with any sort of file transfer. File yeah. With your experience, I with your experience, I wouldn't at all. Makes sense. No, no, I've I've had so much corruption uh, <laughs> that we <laughs> 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 <Me> know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I I don't even connect my my some of my primary backup hard drives to to my Mac because I know it's going to screw up. 
Oh shit, talking about heart rate, I just totally forgot. I got the new Synology uh, HAT 5300 series, the stuff that they started doing by themselves. So I'll talk for it about a minute. Um, so they're using Toshiba hard drives, but with custom firmware. So they're custom, I mean, they're tailored for running in their own <coughs> mass enclosures. It's very mm-hmm. exciting stuff. And they sent over two of each. So two 12TB and two 8TB drives. So 40TB in total. So that's my storage for this year sorted out. And yeah, very uh-huh. excited to put it in a NAS and well, put it in a put it in the NAS and that's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look at look at him smiling, man. It's like never seen Harish this happy like ever. So the timing for this worked out like really well. I was going to get an unlimited uh, internet plan because my Act five hundred plan that I have right now was only two TB a month of data. Um, but then from this month onward, Act switched that to 6TB. So I don't need to get a secondary plan. 6TB, I think, should be more than enough for what I want to do. So yeah, mm-hmm. excited to run that to its max. So what kind yes. of Linux ISOs are you planning to uh, store? Everything, every Linux ISO I ever made, basically. <laughs> get to play with 6TB <laughs> of bandwidth a month. It's very exciting. Excellent. Sounds good. Uh what else? What have I been doing? I think we were talking about Bloodborne before the recording crashed. Yeah. Well, it didn't crash. My mic crashed. <laughs> My mic crashed. Ah, uh, fuck <sighs> this shit. Anyway, yeah, so I've just been playing a bit of Bloodborne between work. Uh, the game finally clicked. Talked about it last week as well. But yeah, I finally get it. So it's a good game. Uh, and I think I'm definitely going to pick up Demon Souls remake uh, nice. once I'm done with this. Uh, I mean, I think... Uh, I kind of got burnt out on those long story adventures. And uh, yeah, this is like literally just get in, kill a few people, die a few times, and you're out. Uh, a few times? I mean, for every two creatures that you're killing, you're dying four times. So it's more like a two is to one ratio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but it is what it is. Cool. Uh, let's get started. So what do we have for this week? I think uh, there's a couple of announcements. Um, Android 12, the developer preview just dropped. And uh, there's there's not that many consumer-facing stuff-ish uh, things yet. There's uh, there's a new theming system in place, uh, which, go- which is going to pick up the dominant color from your uh, wallpaper. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen uh, versions of that on some OEM skins. So that's kind of cool. I hope there's a way to disable it though because I'm like dark knight, dark mode, everything. You're like um, dark knight? <laughs> I'm the dark knight. Uh, <laughs> it's only because of you that I turn on the lights in this room. It's, it's otherwise like, hello darkness, my old friend. Uh, <laughs> darkness. I just suddenly remembered the Why is this skit. Why is this not a video podcast again? Harish's expressions. Yeah. But dude, Dave Chappelle, I just gotta say, I fucking love that dude. Yeah. yeah. You just reminded me of that skit. Wait, the show <laughs> is back on Netflix, right? Now that the dude got paid? Uh, yeah. 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 Sweet. I don't oh. know about India though. Ah, but for yeah, fuck's sake. I really do not like this regional thing that Netflix does, man. Because I, a lot of the Netflix shows that I want to see that are there in the UK are not there in India and it pisses me off. I think it's more to do with the production companies and the I know. who own the IPs. But Netflix, uh, it's, a, it's a bunch of bullshit here anyway, man. <laughs> Remember, we shat on Netflix for an entire episode. Yeah, Later. we should do the 2021 version of that. Yeah, sure. Later. I mean, 
It's the same. It's the same. There's nothing new. <laughs> oh, before before like uh, forget uh, you know if uh, any of the listeners were looking for the video podcast from last week, uh, it's not there because <laughs> uh, we kind of edited it, but then we struggled a whole lot with it. And the reason this isn't a video podcast this episode is because uh, video is hard, and we kind of don't have that kind of time. Actually, it's uh, not video that's hard. It's YouTube that's hard because YouTube just doesn't let random accounts upload like an hour and a half worth of video without being verified and getting verified is like such a fucking hassle. So it's mostly that. It's just the admin work of getting the fucking thing onto YouTube rather than the edit itself. I mean, the edit itself was difficult too. I bet. Yeah, for the first yeah. time around. Um, yeah. But <laughs> it's not like audio, right? Like audio, we can turn it around in like fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. I would upload it. Yeah, quite a few out. of you reached out looking for the video because uh, I'd mentioned it to a few of you. So, you know, hopefully we'll be back on video. Uh, we do yeah. plan to do Maybe it. Not, not this episode, probably the next one. Next yeah, one. no, not this episode. We're not we're not even recording this, actually. <laughs> like, we're not recording the video, so... Can't okay. <laughs> when you said you weren't recording, I was like, wait, you're not even recording the audio. <laughs> do we have to do this again? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I am I am bouncing, guys. I'm starting my PS5 or I'm going to start by playing something on the Switch. I am done with today's recording. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, like, so that's that's the podcast update. Uh, Android, Android 12. Also, yeah, yeah. I, think, I, think, I, think we should, I think we should let people know. I think last week since you heard uh, Ashad on the episode, I think we're going to have... Um, a lot more guests in the future. Uh, we just don't know when because we're just gonna keep uh, booking and scheduling that whenever possible with people from this from the industry in India and possibly around the world as well. Because why the hell not? Um, just because uh, it, it's fun to have new perspectives on the show. Because uh, you know the three of us sometimes kind of have the same opinion uh, on 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 a, on, a, on a lot of things. And you know, like it's it's never you know it's never never. Uh, a bad thing to have a different perspective. So yeah, I yeah. think uh, in the future episodes, you'll see a few, a lot more guests that uh, will be part of the show from all over, be it YouTubers, at least the respectable ones. <laughs> and, you know, journalists from different publications like Ashad from last week. And uh, and maybe, you know, whatever else we can think out of the box and get done, right? You never know. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, if you're a YouTuber or if you're from the industry, if you want to join us uh, on the episode, feel free to reach out. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Or if you're like, you know, up and coming and uh, you've got some interesting opinions to share. Uh, particularly to out, particularly around a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. We won't have guests who just read a spec sheet, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, there's no, there's no value in that. There's, and it doesn't yeah. really add to our conversation either, so. We're not going to do that. We're not that. Ooh, yeah, so adding to that. that so Android 12, a mm, lot of good stuff under the hood. Um, they're doing a lot of good things with the AV1 uh, decode that showed up in Android 11, but they're now making it sort of the default for shooting video and uh, photos and all that. So you should see the same sort of quality with reduced file size. So that's always a win. Um, we'll see most of the customer facing changes, user facing changes rather in May when the first public beta is available. But mm -hmm. for now, yeah. there's like a few tweaks already live, like the new screenshot interface. Um, the notification pane has been slightly redesigned and it's the dark mode is no longer actually fully dark, not like dark. OLED dark. Yeah, yeah so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. 
fingers crossed google reverts that and i think i think there was a, a notification snooze feature as well that yeah. that people have been doing for a very long time i don't know and 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 then stackable widgets i think they they're bringing that as well i mean it's not certain but yeah i think they're working on it but what the feeling that i get from whatever we've uh, seen so far and whatever we've read is uh, read so far a is just quality of life uh, updates of course the big ones are reserved for later on but as of now it seems like uh, uh, google's just playing catch up man to their own oem partners and uh, ios well yes like, no, like a, i i i feel there's, there's a, a different features. approach towards it uh, I, I just mean, don't like it it's just too it's too slow no so these are kind of updates you, you should be re- receiving on a regular basis not on a yearly basis like when you mention you know catching up to oem partners i feel there's a different way to look at it that uh, oems often build a lot of features on top of android yeah by bringing this into the mainstream operating system uh there's the possibility to streamline it and make it consistent across oem partners so yeah. but when you say mainstream partners i don't think there are many devices out there that use android android uh just out of the box like no like there so are no, more the, custom skin users out there you make no, the it's feature yeah it's adding the base the core features and then customers like samsung and xiaomi and realme and all the other guys can tweak that the way they see it according to their what i'm trying to say is that they were already doing it that's what i'm trying to say yeah so maybe like samsung's doing one feature but nobody else gets that that, that bit remains like a samsung exclusive feature but by building yeah. it into android everybody can yeah, get everyone that gets feature it. yeah i so, understand that what i'm trying to say is that uh, it's just a very weird way to go about uh, software based rules i just don't agree with it but actually i it needs to be uniform across the board it can't be like oh we'll get it this, this you know this year we'll do work on small small things like how screenshots work like you know like i saw that there was extended screenshots as well these are quality of life upgrades uh, which is nothing new there's nothing new about it but that is just like a minor tweak that they're doing only because they get a lot of requests from their users for it that's like nothing in terms of the broad scheme of things that change under the hood Which because with we... every update with android 11 in particular they did a mass overhaul of how privacy works with one time permissions and just overhauling how apps get to use um the file storage system so they do a lot of changes under the hood now because the platform itself is mature i mean they're not going to radically overhaul the ui that's not what they again to. again when you mentioned like how privacy features work with particular apps we've seen it before with ios what i'm trying to say is is nothing innovative nothing new but that's what i'm what, trying something to get, that we haven't seen before i mean i i the way that i see it is that you know those privacy indicators um i think it yeah sure ios did it first and there's the argument that google is copying it but then again these are features that you know should become hygiene and should be copied so yeah. i'm okay with that i agree and, i agree with that and i mean it might seem like a tiny little feature update but then again like when android launched uh the it wasn't as big an issue uh there weren't as many businesses tapping into your uh, user data either so you know a lot of these small features that might not seem like a big deal will only come because of external factors right yeah and you're talking about innovation right so look at how android 11 handles notifications just it's 
significantly better than what oh, iOS yeah. does right now and that way, was way better and that was because it was an iterative process the change was first rolled out in android 9 and google tweaked away at it to finesse it and that's what we were seeing with android 12 too they're getting rid of that weird halfway because a lot of users didn't know that that existed and they're putting those toggles directly into the notification itself at the bottom so it's easier visibility so google knows better than anyone else just what features users use and interact with because they get that data and they they finesse that out with every model with every new version so yeah there's not that many marky features as it were but again this is just a preview for folks that are making the apps i think we should will still see a few uh, user facing changes with the public beta <laughs> what what they were doing with ai stuff right like you know the uh, assistant picking up your calls and what on and doing stuff for you that you don't really want to deal with right what they were showcased i want that kind of stuff to roll out but then again they roll out they roll it out for fucking regions that don't even have that many android users your major user base is in asia but the cool features don't actually make it here it is but fucking annoying as well here's the context for that i i was actually irritated with google that they didn't introduce call screen so i got to the bottom of that i was talking to a few folks at google um they do that because there's a lot of regulatory stuff that goes behind in, in the background yeah. that they just cannot work with global partners for that so that's why they introduce some of that stuff in just a few regions but if you look at the phone google phone dialer um with verified numbers and all that stuff that they've been doing over the last few months it actually works really well at screening I and mean, it doesn't do the call screening feature obviously but spam calls it does a fantastic job oh yeah yeah that's what i that's one thing that i love about android which the I, ios platform can't do because it's fucking annoying as hell yeah. and, you know filtering out spam on android has always been easier i like it, that, that that a lot a lot but i just feel that uh, I'm not too impressed to be honest right now. Not very not too much impressed. Yeah. If this was a video podcast, that. I'd insert the Michaela Maruni image, but yeah. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it why people get excited because, you know, it's Android and there are a lot of users out there and for I would say in India 80% of the users are the primary is 80% might be less, maybe even more are Android users. It's but it's 97 me, Yeah, there you go. Ninety-seven percent users. But to me, it's like since I've seen the other side, I'm like, yeah, I need more. I need more. I know what you're saying, <laughs> but sure. Google in the last year in particular has done Don't a really, there, <laughs> really great job standardizing. That's what she said. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. God. Man. But no, listen. It Google did a good job standardizing features across different partners. If you look at Android 11, right? I did this massive guide on how to record phone calls on Android, and the thing that struck me most most with Android 11 is All phones now come with Google's phone dialer as default. Like every yeah. manufacturer, Xiaomi, OnePlus, Oppo, um I didn't look at Vivo, but anyway, other than that. Um so that's a big change because these guys all had their worked really hard on their own dialers and now they're just mm-hmm. using Google as default. So that's one key area where things are standard across devices. Samsung still doesn't do this and it really infuriates me, but Samsung always played by its own rules. So Yeah, yeah but it's done it's doing all these things to just standardize core features across manufacturers and we'll see more of that with android 12 hopefully yeah sweet so <sighs> i think that's like the gist of android 12 we'll have a lot more right once, now right now of course uh you know once uh 
the developer preview 2 rolls out we'll have a lot more changes visible uh and i think uh, you know the guys at xda michal in particular he's been doing a pretty good job of digging out some of these disabled features so yeah hopefully by next week you know we'll have some more stuff to share with you on that uh not a whole lot happened this week but there was something uh, rather essential that did happen <laughs> which is nice uh and there might be nothing to it but there might be something oh to God. it fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh no, not fucking puns. Uh nothing but essential or more like they bought their trademarks and uh, I believe yeah, a part of their IP as well and yeah. um that's that's quite an interesting move considering that Kalpe hasn't really mentioned much about smartphones it's all been about audio and smart peripherals smart products. Uh and essential was well it was essentially a smartphone company that was dabbling in a lot of iot smart home stuff and also a little bit of modularity uh which uh, is definitely an interesting move going forward and uh, they also had the crowdfunding model for investments um or more like a secondary investment um so what do you guys think about that it's interesting because i know a guy that worked at essential back when it was still a thing and they were really excited about bringing a lot of these audio products and connected home products um to tie in with their phone stuff um sadly that didn't work out but i'm glad that nothing picked up the patents for all this because <laughs> i think That's now just... we'll see and we, we know kalpe right he knows how to get products to market and he's got a vision there and uh well he's got the money now too because he's raised around 22 million in total so far mm-hmm. so there's enough there to just release a set of products in the coming months and then see where that goes i think initially he will be playing it safe the first set of product will be products will be wireless earbuds and headsets and stuff like that that stuff that's easy to market and sell and i think later on we'll see the more connected home stuff debuting yeah i mean but they'll have to I be think, something different i think from because... a from a business standpoint we can be certain that Carl is going to launch phones sooner or later maybe not this year but uh, much sooner than we initially thought because he knows wh- how to go about that we've already seen how much success he achieved with OnePlus and from a business standpoint you really can't survive on just wearables and IoTs ma- profit margins are not that high yeah you need and he will make smartphones because that's where that's what those are his roots so he is going to repeat that formula i think that's why he went for the essential formula because essential trademarks because the essential design um, uh, ideology is quite similar and it suits his uh, needs as well i think yeah his nordic roots very... but actually like if you think about it i mean 22 million is not enough to launch a phone oneplus wouldn't have happened without oppo yeah. so i think yeah i'm i i agree with that but it's a starting point it's a starting yeah. point to get Uh, because uh, i mean you cannot float a business on just ear earbuds which is a it's flooded with fucking shit out there man no and i know IoT. but he's not going to go the phone route this time again unless something mm. drastically changes and nothing becomes like this really massive something and it has like huge funding in series b or whatever uh, they're not gearing up to do phones because phones are like an entirely not right away piece. not right away but i do feel that he will because uh, i i doubt seriously doubt that wireless earbuds is going to be profitable for him 
anytime soon. But I mean, I know the right? like main aim is we've, not. We've seen OnePlus as well, right? Like the reason why. Yeah. Well, at least part of the reason why OnePlus is becoming more and more like Oppo is because the OnePlus or the older OnePlus model is not. You can't make money of that. Yeah, they weren't making money off that. That's why, if you yeah, look at the, the latest sales figures, there, Nord N10 and N100 have been the only phones that have been selling in the US. And I predicted that six months ago when they launched because that's they are selling them directly through carriers. They need that visibility. And I think with nothing, we'll see some of that, um, some of that same messaging or marketing strategy or whatever. Um, it. I think they're better positioned to make money off of these accessories than they would if they got started with phones. I mean, I, I would, no, I'm not I saying I'm not saying they will start with phones. They'll to, eventually to, get there. They will eventually get there. That's yeah, for sure. We'll see. I mean, I mean, uh, I think one way to differentiate themselves could very well be, you know, going off against something like Sonos. Uh, yeah. There seems to be a lot of was, talk about, um, you know, the connected tech and audio. Uh, and sure, you could build yet another headphone, but unless it's either super cheap, where you know you lose or out the you lose out the value of it, uh, or, or super high or fidelity, super high fidelity, which again is is a market of diminishing returns. Uh, if you're marketing three hundred dollar headphones or true wireless earphones, you're not going to get scale with that. And we've seen that with Sennheiser as well, which launched the Momentum. Momentum. And yeah. they're looking to sell off their consumer earphone business uh, yeah, yeah. because they can't make profits of it. And if Sennheiser can't do it, nothing certainly can't. And then and then you start competing with the big guys. You're competing, competing with Sony, you're competing, competing with Apple, you're competing with... Yeah. I mean, Sennheiser being a fucking audio company could not pull it off. I yeah. don't know. And then on the low end, you have all these guys, Soundcore <coughs> is there, and then there's like... Uh, gazillion, there. Yeah, Gazillion. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's what I was saying, that it's too crowded a market already. I know. It's, uh, it's going to be... If you go to Sonos route, yes, I agree that there is some chance because Sonos makes some great, great products. Uh, maybe the uh, you know the Echo Studio route or maybe the AirPods Max route, but I don't see it being successful so successful as the other guys because are, those are already established brands in a very crowded market. It's all I mean even in the premium space it's quite crowded crowded. And we got, you guys know when you start looking for products you've got Clips we got you got Polk you got so many mm-hmm. audio companies out there. Yes. Why would anyone go with some something new? You know, unless it's, it's it offers great value. So yeah, the only reason why I'm sort of intrigued, uh, just before you I move on, you uh, take over Harish, is that like they've got some very interesting investors, um, and that investor portfolio True. is not the value, but the people who are in, who have invested in nothing uh, gives me some sort of hope that you know there's something interesting coming up beyond just a regular pair of earphones. Yeah, uh, because all said and done. Kalpe has some value attached to his name, but you know he's really not as big a deal as like the Indian media sphere you know makes him out to be. Yes, he's been a figure behind OnePlus, but it's not as if OnePlus is like a tier one player, you know, in terms of sales or anything. They've just got a lot of brand cachet going for them, which yep. they've been losing out over the last few years anyway. So Kalpe is not the next Elon Musk. Uh, and yeah. during the funding round, whatever their plans be, uh, it just gives me some hope that there is more meat to the to what they're coming up beyond just Kalpe's name attached to it. Yeah, and it tells too because 
from all the messaging that they've shared so far they're positioning nothing as like this major design differentiator because i'll read the blurb it's very interesting um it says we're rethinking everything from what we make and how we make it to what goes in and what goes out a giant reset button for all things innovation stuff like that so they've clearly been focused on design so it will be interesting I mean, to see Carl, how that plays out carl has already said in an interview that nothing's uh, future is about making money on hardware not services or software or whatever correct so definitely hardware is involved so I don't know man an audio product to start off is a great start yes i understand maybe a wearable device to be because on the android side of things there's still quite a uh, you know quite a bit of a potential but they need more than that uh, you cannot have I, I, an, you cannot build an ecosystem without having that you know uh, footing in the middle like like a smartphone Like yeah, but you have to understand that building a phone <coughs> needs investment yeah. of at least I, half a I, billion. I am not argu- I'm not arguing that at all. I I agree with all of that. I'm just saying that it, I think this 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 is a reverse order that might fail for them. Yeah. Might. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm not saying audio is also it's it's it's, it's a bit of a gamble because yeah, like you said, it's saturated and um, it's a kind of, it's the kind of product that you can't just sell on the basis of like look we've got amazing audio but so does like a whole lot of of the competition uh heck oppo's been doing an incredible job people yeah. are happy with airpods so selling audio quality uh beyond a certain level becomes a really hard sell people are streaming low quality audio streams on budget earphones and they're okay with it so audio quality alone like radically reduces your market potential market uh, i mean just look at surface surface headphones man they it's by one of the big one of the biggest companies in the world but it's not even nearly as successful as headphones from sony apple or even both for that matter it's no yeah advice. so you know it's a it's a big gamble it's not but they're not going for scale here that's what we need to realize um sure we make them out to be a, they get a lot of mindshare because of Carl's name um and the excitement that brings because of what he's done at OnePlus but I doubt this would be anywhere near the scale of even OnePlus just because no, of the Samsung world Yeah it's it, I, I mean it's it's a drop in the bucket to be to be honest like the investment yeah. so far um, I think Samsung yeah. it's going to be a- I think Samsung's marketing budget for the Galaxy Buds Pro would be several times the magnitude of what nothing yeah. is worth right now By the way, speaking of Galaxy Buds Pro, those are swimming oh, yeah. fucking earphones, man. Oh my fucking god! I think AirPods Pro are like shit in front of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it out out loud. Yeah. Like, if you're an Android user and if you need an a, an ANC earbud, but the thing is better than Buds Pro right now. The Sony ones are also quite good, but they're quite bulky. Like, if you want the perfect balance between sound, ANC, and the design comfort, I think the Buds Pro fits the bill. Which is why I feel that nothing. is going to have it very hard because you've got a player like Samsung fucking kicking but at every 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 corner true but audio is all about personalization <clears throat> and customization and all that right it's about yes and no from my experience no one gives a shit about it anymore i know but if he's not going after the mass market here from the looks of it so it's fine i mean uh, let's see where it shows up he's going to release something Even, in the next okay. 3 or 4 months I- i'll give an example even 
I think Dhruv, you've part of the same the Indian audio file forum, right? Mm-hmm. We see. I'm it. a moderator there. Even e- even the, even in the niche fucking segment, yeah, they're looking for value. They are not going for something super expensive. Dude, but this is not why it's getting India. India is going to be one of the markets where I these products know. will be available. Nothing will launch stuff in India. We don't know. We but don't know. It's headquartered in London, and that's very telling. We don't know. We and the second know. office we is in Bangalore. <laughs> we don't exactly what i'm trying to say is that we can be as optimistic as you want as we want but i come from the pessimistic side just seeing because of the amount of fucking review units in my room right now yeah so <laughs> i, mean, I actually a, okay. really like the enco x as well like this is really incredible good. for what they cost yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Those things the go anchor as... earphones man and the creative ones there's so many good pair of wearables earbuds out there that I just don't see nothing creating a niche for them themselves as well. Like I just the, don't see it. I'm sorry. I mean, other than my it's a bit of nitpicking with the build quality, the Enco X is as good as anything for at least two times the price. Yep, I agree with yep. you there. And it's it's crazy, uh, like how Oppo's really democratized ANC. Uh, <laughs> like they've got the W fifty one, which costs like five thousand rupees with ANC and. That was pretty decent for the price, and now like the Enco X comes. I mean, for the W fifty one, they raised the noise uh, the the noise floor a little too much when uh, with that ANC on, so you could hear a bit of a hiss. Uh, though they were very effective, but then the Enco X comes in and that sorts that issue. Uh, heck, for that matter, like even Realme, like they don't sound like incredible. They sound quite all right, but Realme's ANC tech is pretty damn good as but well. All right is good enough for that segment. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, who would have thought that you could get? Okay, let me put it like this: uh, the Oppo Enco X for ten thousand rupees has a better fit, better ANC, better sound quality than the Sony WF one thousand XM three, which was around eighteen nineteen thousand rupees, and you can get it cheaper now because of sales. Uh, yeah, it yeah, launched at twenty two, right? Or was it eighteen? Like I've got the WF with me. I don't even touch it anymore because it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. And the Enco X is as good uh, with ANC and you know generally as the AirPods Pro, and probably sounds a little better. Like I haven't spent too much time with the AirPods Pro. AirPods Pro are decent. They're actually actually not bad at all. Um, which is why I, I'm so pessimistic about whatever nothing's going to be doing with the audio. No, no, but I'm just thinking. Actually, in, here's the thing. In my head, the AirPods Pro are a premium product. uh even like by apple standards and forget about india globally as well like the the mass seller is the regular airpods not the airpods pro and the airpods from my experience from my experience with apple products they are just the exception well, i yeah. just don't know how to explain it and also for It's like just, also for 23 24000 rupees you'd expect them to be good yeah yeah which is what i'm saying that uh, um the way consumers are anything besides whatever apple makes maybe samsung stuff mm-hmm. and the really top tier stuff people are not willing to like invest their money into it like which is why i'm so pessimistic about nothing because i you you guys just mentioned so many fucking great options man and when you're making and when you're making wireless earbuds mm-hmm. it is for the mass market whether they want to admit it or not there's no niche market so for, just look let's uh, let's TWS look beyond earbuds uh, i i would say if you, if you go if you go to the very niche audio market people go fucking analog there man they don't go digital at all 
but let's wait and see what they come out with and yeah, let's try I'm, it I'm out and then we'll figure it out and then we'll see I, if it's anything I, or they better have a good they, they better have a good plan see I, I, plan. i mean just as closing notes on this topic anyway like i'm i'm, I'm intrigued i'm not pessimistic but i'm definitely intrigued yeah. to see i mean i i knowing the guy i know like he sees that uh you can't just build yet another earphone or yeah. yet another speaker and make a difference in the market you can't do that i mean today i mean we're going to have something to talk about next week which is incredible as fucking hell like one of the something speakerish thing like you know like yeah it's I, it's a very crowded market man Fuck, i know right? but you have to understand people. that he must also know the market right i mean it's not like the guy just went and created <coughs> something out of nothing <laughs> yeah right and um, but, uh, just <laughs> like what I was, a, a quick note that i was coming to was like the airpods pro they sell well or they were able to gain that kind of traction because of the brand cachet that apple brings Yeah. Uh you look at Samsung, they haven't been able to spe- sell 24,000 rupee earphones. They've mm-hmm. stuck to that 14, 15,000 rupee price range because they know if they go to 25,000 rupees, people want the AirPods. The Galaxy Buds Pro don't have that kind of brand cachet. Right. Um and people are not buying the AirPods Pro for the sound quality or for that matter. Okay, some of course a certain market certainly does buy it for ANC. There's the intrinsic a, value that segment. that Apple has that practically no other brand right now can replicate uh and i'm not talking about uh brands with audio heritage that's a different market altogether you know if somebody is yeah. buying a clips they know that they they want to buy a clips they're not yeah. buying it they are not even going to consider apple ever in their life exactly that's true uh um, um, speaking of one thing rich that you said that he probably started this out of nothing i actually this is just pure speculation i think to the contrary to that i, th- I feel this is part of a I think after a bad breakup someone went for a rebound and after his exit from OnePlus I think he was like oh I need to do something I need to get a rebound and I think he established nothing that's my personal opinion I honestly think that uh I think it was too soon to start something so new right after your exit from OnePlus I think I think uh I think they don't know what they have figured out themselves right now uh, I think I don't know we're getting into tin right foil hat territory now I mean, I have no, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm what what the first product will be and what it's gonna turn out to be. All I can say is that you'll be excited. So, yeah, it 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 is. Yeah, if nothing want, else, it'll be exciting. Okay, I want to be blown away with that. I'm just that's what I said. That's my personal opinion. I'm not saying that is true or yeah. false. I'm just saying that's how I feel with the way as an outsider. That's what it looks like to me. But let's see. Cool. I I I want them to well, to do well to be honest I need someone on on the same level as Apple maybe then Apple needs competition and maybe this could be it you never know Okay I think we've talked a whole lot about nothing um <laughs> who would have thought that <laughs> But it was essential to talk about it um Oh god what else do we have a quick rundown on a couple of things uh, Oppo has a rollable, rollable phone coming out and I think they've been talking about yeah, it forever got- And which already got reviewed by a fucking YouTuber for fuck's sake. Yeah, and it's I pretty good. And it's pretty good. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, What it's else? Cool. Uh I would last... say it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. And uh LastPass will Okay, so LastPass went from a pretty Actually, model... I have one question. I actually have one question. Uh-huh. Do you guys think rollable displays could be the future of smartphones? I mean, we've already discussed foldable phones. Do you looking at the Oppo phone and looking at the rollable uh, screens how they function at least in the initial life of in the stages of uh, development and what not prototypes? Mm-hmm. 
do you think it could be the future of smartphones it's a good topic to discuss if it was a, if they were affordable enough yes because any major driver for these yeah. would be affordability so that's why i'm very excited about these chinese manufacturers getting into this because samsung and huawei while they make foldables to an extent they still out of the budget for well, a huge chunk Everyone. of the audience so yeah i'm i'm excited to see what oppo does and then what xiaomi plans to do in this category because then they'll look to democratize that tech and that has been the way for technology for like the last decade right if you look at 4g and you look at big screens and high refresh rate all that so everyone starts using it once it comes down to a particular price so i think that could be the future if it could be if it can be mass produced let's say it does reach that point where it can be mass produced it is cheap to not cheap but affordable for people right do you think it would change how we interact with phones of course how man phones are yeah. made i love are the idea of you, it do you um, think it would be a, a preferable shift over foldable phones to rollable phones yeah Which i mean you I you miss, you get rid of the crease right yeah and the way yeah. that they're approaching uh, rollables is pretty fantastic i mean it's literally the same size as your existing phone and yeah you just uh, so you also get rid of the of the double fold bulk so i feel like rollables are actually a better solution than uh, foldables but foldables. we'll see how but they are also That's harder right. to make so yeah yeah let's see so let's that. see but uh, maybe in the next decade yeah but i'm excited for the change because in the last decade we've gotten phones well look at the state that of phones the same. now i mean yeah but look at 20 20 11 or 2012 phones and they are pretty shit and look at the phones that we have now for like 200 300 they're amazing so i'm excited to see where the next 5 10 years goes yeah the hardware hardware has definitely taken a huge leap but most of them they look the same the only difference we see is like a water drop notch yeah. or a punch hole fucking selfie camera or a fucking full blown notch like the iphone nothing to nothing i would say that changes the way you use a phone you remember that the 2000s till the iphone came out there was a phone for everyone you know you could use phones in so many different ways i feel back then it was far more innovative than it is today and is this like okay it's a phone you take it out okay i just have to fucking tap the shit out of it and the only difference is whether it's ios or android that's it but Not that's the cycle and of think, innovation right i mean <clears throat> something groundbreaking comes along and then it gets iterated upon so that it becomes mainstream and then I the next want... wave of next wave comes along so yeah i think yeah. that that's point. why i'm excited for rollable phones yeah that's why i'm excited for rollable or maybe fold folding phones as well something exciting them fucking screen and <laughs> a bunch of cameras like that <laughs> <laughs> on that note i actually really like the Xiaomi Mi 11 this is the first snapdragon 888 phone 888 phone that i got and i really like the design um it's very similar to i would say the S20 but no um i'd say I don't even know what phone it's similar to. It's like that dual curved screen, very elegant design. I really like it. It's much better than the Mi 10 in terms of the design. Feels more premium. Dude, I saw the I saw the camera samples of your keyboard. Fucking incredible, man. Yeah, the camera is fucking insane. I don't know how they've done it. They've made a better camera than the Mi 10 Pro, and I really like the Mi 10 Pro's camera last year. The Mi 10 was fantastic. The Mi 10, uh, we got the Mi 10 in India. That was like a fantastic phone. I, yeah. I hope that they haven't done like a downgrade that the Mi 10T was. No. Uh, yeah. I like the and design of is, the Mi 10 as well. Yeah, and this is the first Xiaomi phone with the QHD screen. Um, 
I had issues with it for the first two days, but then there was a bug fix update and actually sorted a lot of the stuff out. It feels really smooth and fluid. Really like everything about the design and the screen itself. And thankfully, I haven't had any issues with MIUI. Had some on the Mi 10 Pro, but none of those early grumblings with notifications or the sort of usual stuff that MIUI is known for. So that's good to see. Sweet. Okay. Uh, yeah, excited to check that out. I think it should be in India in the coming months. Uh, yeah. So it should be a good one to take a look at. What else? Uh, there was one big news, which is that LastPass is going from its premium model to... Well, it went from its premium model to a free model and now it's going back to premium. Because it's a fucking suppose, joke. Yeah, because I think they finally figured out no, we cannot make money even, like this. I don't, even, I don't even know why we're talking about this. I don't even know if they deserve this fucking airtime. I mean, they do. Like, I've been on LastPass for like 10 years, so um, yeah. I kind of don't want to move away from the platform. Um, and I've tried everything. I Yeah, one password is great, but even that has a subscription fee, so there's no... Uh, there's no real reason for me to switch from LastPass to 1Password. And I've tried like KeePass and Bitwarden. And they're all like fucking shit shows. Because did you, for like, different I don't, reasons. I don't, did you I don't use... pay for any of this shit. Okay, did you use I NPass? I, I, iCloud Keychain, man. I haven't used NPass. Oh, NPass is actually decent. But, I mean, does it have all the same features? Yeah, yeah, as 1Password. Um... How much does it cost? Yeah, I use one password. And it was a one-time fee when I bought it several years ago. I think now they moved to a monthly tier, but I think yearly it costs yeah. like 200 bucks or 300 bucks or something like that. It's very affordable. 300 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Seriously? Actually, let me see okay. how much does it cost. Um, Yeah, they had a pro tier a few years ago and mm-hmm. everyone that was on that was grandfathered in. So mm-hmm. now the individual plan is, oh, it's 140 a month. So it's 1800 a year. Yeah, so yeah. that's about the same as LastPass. Like yeah. I just, it's a little irritating. Their, their limitation, for example, is really stupid. You know, maybe you can limit by the number of devices, but what sort of joke of a limitation is that? <laughs> that if you, if you start on mobile, you can only be on mobile. And if you start on desktop, you can only be on desktop. Like, what is this? Like, is it a joke? It is a joke. Yeah. It's basically them telling users that they have to pay or switch to another platform. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, then it's no longer an option because who is you don't use a password manager. I mean, other than reviewers, nobody has multiple devices, like multiple phones for the most part. Uh, so but it's not as multiple accounts ecosystems, right? So. Every user must be on at least Windows or Mac. And multiple accounts on so many websites. Sure. No, no. So, yeah. Well, the desktop sync still makes sense. But everybody wants to carry their passwords with them. My point is that this this free model doesn't even make sense because it's just tokenism. Like anybody who's actively using it. And then again, anybody who's using a password manager is reasonably adept for technology. So, you know, they'll want to use something with the mobile as well which basically means that you just have to pay anyway. Yep. Well, if you were an iPhone user, you would not face any of these issues. We've got the iCloud keychain uh, that stores all your passwords. Well, yeah, to be but fair, that doesn't you can just use Chrome. anything outside of Apple's ecosystem. I am on Apple's ecosystem. <laughs> I mean, you could, you, could, you could do that with Chrome if you really wanted to. 
But oh, there you go. And I and Chrome as well. I do it with the Chrome as well. Yeah, no, that's not how it works, man. I mean, I don't think I should be paying a service to something like like LastPass. It doesn't make sense to be honest to me. Like with iCloud Keychain with Chrome, and there's an app called Bear, which is like a notepad thing, and it's got security features for Facebook. It's iPhone only again, where it's it's uh, it's got security features for not only the app but certain notes as well. Where you, if you want to keep your passwords, it right. it uses Face ID and it 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 puts asterisks on your passwords, and you'll only reveal it if you. Again, use Facebook. Sure, and, but then again, platform lock-in. Yeah. The f- but the reason why the last person do that. Bitwarden. Bitwarden is actually really good. I didn't. I found the UI pretty clunky, but, and I, and I don't think they have a travel mode. So, but you did you look at the? Bit, did you look at it anytime recently? Because they did a pretty decent overhaul. A couple of months back, it's still a little clunky, and from what I recall, I don't think I spotted a travel mode. So basically, like if you don't have network connectivity or data, right, uh, you can't access your passwords. Huh. But Dhruv, when you say platform lock-in, but if you're an iOS user, you're going to be on everything. That's all. Basically, not necessarily. Right? I mean, yeah, I'm on a Mac and I use not an Android phone, yeah. and I have an iPad. Yeah, yeah I have an iPad and an iPhone, and I use the iPad quite a bit and the iPhone too as the secondary device but just stick to chrome man no for most day to day stuff i use windows and then android well and then my primary is android so nothing on from the iphone I, works on android i would never store all of my passwords especially my banking passwords in chrome yeah i don't use that's chrome, a, i mean for passwords anyway that's a good thing to share generally yeah never but store i'm going to quit banking uh, passwords in fact i'm going to quit i'm going to quit chrome and move to safari altogether i think by next month is safari good on windows oh but you don't use windows that much i don't know i i don't know didn't they I don't have a drop support for safari on windows yeah i think they did yeah i think I they know. did that edge is like I never incredible on windows yeah no i'm not gonna trust anything microsoft i mean it's using the chromium backend hmm, that's true right it's essentially chrome without but, all the craft right <laughs> and it works better than chrome while being chrome i forgot that they anyway. switched to chromium that's a good point yeah i should i should look at edge now yeah. <laughs> all right i think we're at the edge of our discussions <laughs> for the week <laughs> i'm i'm stretching me man i'm like okay it's time to fucking go take a nap or something uh, yeah. sweet I did so that before, we start, before we started today no because i think yeah. we're coming to a point where we're just reaching for contents now we're talking about last pass no 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 I don't give a shit about LastPass, and I don't give a shit about talking about it either. To be honest, I'll be, I'll be very, very to the point. All right, uh, I I, I, but I said it. Why are we giving this fucking platform airtime? It doesn't deserve it. Because I wanted to rant about it. Password it's managers, true. yay! But um, didn't the Proton Mail guys have launched their own password manager service? <laughs> Remember seeing something with know. the Proton branding it. Password manager. I don't know. I mean, there's of course KeePass, which is like very nice and secure and everything. But then, yeah, no Android, integ- no phone apps. I mean, they do have apps, but then like it's not as if it auto syncs. Uh, you need to host your own keychain, and uh, I mean, so I'm all about uh, you know building my own solutions. But for some critical things, I really need it to work the way that yeah. only commercial software can. And uh, I use LastPass, I don't know, at least like 15, 20 times a day. So yeah. I would absolutely pay for it. It's just that um, 
uh, it just kind of bugs me the way that they've handled this situation imagine if google made a half decent password manager solution and bundled it with google one i still wouldn't put it on google's whatever because you know they're <laughs> going to kill the kill the service eventually but nothing i mean stadia is about to die yeah but huh? see google one won't ever because that's yeah, their monetization push right with google photos yeah. now doing the whole ending free storage okay cool. way, did you guys hear did you guys hear google was blaming microsoft for the way stadia is going no <laughs> what <laughs> that's bullshit yeah because because fucking uh, microsoft Microsoft bought Bethesda, right? And they're like, we have no content for our fucking anymore. Yeah, we uh, Stadia deserves its own episode. We'll talk about that. Stadia shit deserves show. to die. Fuck that. Stadia deserves to die. Uh, it's the same way that all video game streaming services need to. But that's, I think that's. No, Stadia, yeah, Stadia specifically let, needs let, to die. Let, let us get Rishi in. GeForce now. That's let us get day. Rishi in on that. Uh, I think all of us will have some thoughts on that. Like considering yeah, that. I'm going to. At least the two of us are all about like physical media. Harish is all in on digital, and yeah. we'll see what Rishi's thoughts are. I am fine with digital, to be honest. I just don't want it to fucking stream that shit. And yet you buy Nintendo I... Switch games uh, on cartridge because I like to collect them. Well, so that means I, I buy I, I buy PlayStation media. games as well. I get them to review. I have the digital copy, but I end up buying the physical copy as well. Yeah, so you are in on physical media. Okay, I think uh, we're we're no. starting off a debate that is going to go on. No, what I'm thing. saying is, I don't have a problem with digital. I have a problem with streaming. Okay, do you have a problem? Uh, no, we're going to keep this for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, we need to. <laughs> this is going to be an hour. I mean, I mean, we talked about last pass for ten minutes. I guess. Yeah, anything is possible on this podcast. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, you guys have a good week. Uh, that goes out to all the listeners too. Please continue to stay safe. Wear your mask. It's not safe out there still. Ask Harish. Um, yeah, it's really not. Yeah. Cool. I think that's our episode for the week. Bye. 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 Yep.